What is going on, people? Welcome back to another week of power rankings and another week of predictions. We're talking a little bit about week post week three rankings, and we're going to talk about some games as we head into uh, two hours before kickoff as the Cincinnati Bengals in the white tiger helmet uniforms take on oh. the Dolphins. They're going to look so cold tonight. Oh, my gosh. Uh, that's a goal. Uh, that's the main reason why I'm watching that Bengals game, to see them damn white striped uh, uniforms and helmets. Ooh. But uh, nonetheless, uh, big week in fantasy in our league. You know, lots of trades going down. Jose got a whole new-ass team at this point. So Yeah, uh, Jesus. And, and Scholl's still dropping 200 bombs like like at nothing at this point. But and I had an off week last week. I dropped. I only dropped 120, but I, I, I'm going to bounce back this week. I'm playing Chan, too, so I, I need to I need to stick it to the commish. I got the Damn. lovable loser goobs, so I, I'm in for a tough <laughs> session. So we'll see how that goes. Bro, what, if he loses again, bro. <laughs> bro, if I beat him, that would be the greatest thing of all time. Yeah, well, we got to give some historical context for the listeners. This guy, Gustavo, a.k.a. Goobs, is like the lovable loser, the Chicago Cubs of our fantasy league. He's always asked. But this year, his team is actually stacked as fuck. Like, like I, I don't know. I think he has, what, Cub, Adams, Brown, and, like, Bar- Barkley. Barkley. He, Barkley. Yeah, he has a nasty Lamar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Lamar. So he's finally raw. He finally has a good team, but he's, like, gotten – like terrible matchups. He's one and two, bro. Because you dropped 200 on him and he had 160. Yeah, that was demoralizing. Sorry, Goops. That got to be tough. But hey, everyone's got tough. He has like the most points in our league, I think. I think he has the most points for. He has like 498. Yeah, while people like me can't score 100 points and we two and one. So, hey, we'll take a dub. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. Dub's a dub. I got the Chicago Bears ass record right now, bro. He's rocking with the Raiders record. That's how it be. Out here, but uh, you know how it be. So uh, we're moving on. We're gonna do our power six. It's gonna be kind of like our new thing here uh, this year because I think it just flows better. Power six, six teams. Because sometimes the a lot of teams aren't worthy enough to be in the top ten. It's you know? hard getting to ten, bro. It yeah. is hard. Yeah, and I feel like especially at this point in the season, uh, it's pretty you know easy to come up with a power six. So uh, we don't really need to discuss number one. Uh, you know, everyone's number one because it's all the same here. We all have the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, not only do they have one great receiver, but we now see that they have two great receivers. Uh, Devonta Smith, he said, screw you. Call me skinny boy. Call me whatever you want. But I go up there and I can get those yards. And I think, what, he had 169 yards, two touchdowns. Yeah. Phenomenal game for him. I think he finished his uh, overall wide receiver one this week. But, uh, Jose, what's your opinion on this Eagles team through three games? I mean, scary, scary threat. Yes. This team is legitimate on both sides of the ball. I mean, every test that's come their way, they've just proved, like, we are better than you every single week. Like, apart from maybe that Lions game that, you know, they gave up a ton of points. But, I mean, the Vikings were the best team in the NFC week one, and they made them look like a peewee squad. Yeah. Uh, last year or last week also the commanders you know we had kind of been hyping them up a little bit as like a frisky team nah nah limit them to eight points so i mean galen hurts especially like his his drives now are so impressive the way he's able to move the ball whether it's with his feet with his arm you know these types of reads that he's making he's spreading the ball around like 
it's impressive. And this team is poised to make a playoff run. So long as they keep playing like this, I mean, every week it seems like they've got, a, you know, a new challenge this week. They've got the Jags who are like another young up and coming team who, you know, gave it to the Chargers last week. So we'll see if they're able to make the Jags look like, yeah, you know, some bombs, then like, that's how we know, bro. Yep. Yeah, 100%. Carson, anything to add on the Eagles? Um, just that they're so balanced. I mean, you know, it starts with Hurts. I mean, you talk about, you know, definition of balance. I mean, he's, you know, really, really developed a lot as a passer this year, I think, compared to last year, made major strides, you know. I mean, he's just really hucking the ball downfield so well. Um, and then we all know what he can do with his legs. Um, you know, it seems like every time he, you know, scrambles and, you know, gets outside the pocket and makes a run, it seems like he's always getting at least like 10 yards. Um, so it starts with him. Seems like a great leader. You know, you mentioned Devontae Smith. Uh, him and Brown, they're just so complementary uh, with each other. You know, Brown's like the big physical receiver. And Smith's, you know, the exact opposite. He's going to kill you with, you know, you know, precision route running. Um, they have studs on defense. Their O-line's really solid. The run game, uh, you know, pretty decent. I, I mean, you know, Sanders, you know, game well, whatever. But it's still a very productive run game nonetheless. And just super, super balanced, man. And uh, Sirianni looks like, uh, you know, I wasn't really sure about him last year or whatever, but it seems like, you know, he's been, he's been doing a really good job. And just the main thing, like I said, very, very balanced. They can beat you in, in many different ways. No, yeah, 100%. And it's as far as Jalen Hurts takes this team. I mean, I think Jose might have mentioned it. Uh, I don't know, if Carson, but, like, he's kind of got that Cam Newton kind of gravity to him. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. swaggy quarterback, people don't really praise him for how great of a thrower he is, but rather he can impact the game in ways that quarterbacks, you know, like a Brady, like an Aaron Rodgers can't really without an impact with their legs. I mean, look at the two guys that are front runners for MVP right now at this point, Lamar Jackson and uh, Jalen Hurts. They're both guys that are dynamic playmakers that go beyond what a traditional quarterback position is because, you know, they're just them. So uh, we'll move on. Uh, We actually got a split here at number two. Uh, I am the one, only one who took the Dolphins who came out of their win over the Bills. An interesting game, but uh, I'll let Carson and Jose defend uh, why we still got the Bills at number two. So Carson, I'll start off with you this time. Uh, What's with the Bills? Why you still got them at number two? I have, regardless of, you know, them losing to Miami, I still have them at number two. Just some crazy stats from that game. Like it, it was just honestly amazing that they didn't win this game. They had almost double the amount of first downs as Miami. Total plays, they had 90 total plays compared to the Miami's 39. They had over twice as many total yards. They had 497 yards compared to the Dolphins. had 212 yards. Um, you know, same yards for play, whatever, you know, way more passing yards. Um, and just a couple more penalties. But the fact that they ran so many more plays to me is astonishing that they still lost this game. And, you know, you saw, you know, end of the end of the first half, they had an opportunity to score, didn't get the, you know, didn't get the ball down in time. Same sort of thing at the end of the, you know, at the end of the game. So I think if those two, you know, I don't think they're going to mess up those kinds of opportunities again. I think they're going to learn from this. And I just like the fact that you know, even though they lost, they still really, you know, technically should have beat them. They played a much better game, I think, than Miami. Uh, but Miami just, you know, held through. Their defense held through and, you know, took advantage of, you know, Buffalo not taking advantage of a couple opportunities they had to, you know, take the lead, you know, end of the first half and end of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
Is it on the same, uh, same line? Yeah. Yeah, I fully agree. I, I'm not ready to write the Bills off. I mean, this was a bit of a fluky game for the Dolphins. I feel like, you know, Tua went down, or was it around halftime? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, I just I, – I don't – I don't think on a regular day, you know, the Dolphins are beating the, the Bills like this. So, I mean, yeah, 400 I want to yards see the through the air. Going to Buffalo. I want to see them yeah. going to Buffalo and get a dub. Yeah, yeah I think just whatever's going to keep hold. I mean, it kind of holds both teams back is the run game. But, I mean, yeah. Josh yeah. Allen can't be your leading rusher. I mean, like the dude, yeah. if he's throwing 63 passes, like, you cannot be having that guy run the ball as many – I mean, he carries, but still, like, that's a lot of carries on t- – like, what is that, 70, uh, 71 touches on offense, whether he be throwing or running it? Like, that's crazy. But, I mean, yeah, it's a fluke game. I mean, the Bills, 40 minutes of possession compared to 20 minutes, so half of possession. Uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, there was one turnover in this game, and, you know, that's what's going to be the big difference in – uh, Buffalo seven penalties for 52 yards. That's gonna bite you. So a lot of nitpicky things. But at the end of the day, why I had the Dolphins at number three is like they've showed that they can play from behind, and then they can show that they can play from in front. And I feel like that's really valuable to see in this league. Um, and a crazy statistic that I heard when I was listening to my man Colin Coward today: uh, the Bills are 0 in seven in one possession games since last season. That's crazy. And, yeah. you know, it, that's like a charger stat, you know, like a team that yeah. just can't yeah. games. And I feel like, sure, like you could say, oh, a lot of stuff's a fluke. But at the end of the day, if you're 0-7 in one possession games, you can't close out games. And that's just simply the matter of the fact. Um, I mean, the Dolphins might drop down a little bit after tonight. I think it's going to be a Cincinnati win, but we'll get into that later. But uh, at the moment, mm. I, I can't keep the Dolphins from uh, number two. So. Um, and then, therefore, you guys both have the Dolphins at number three. Uh, anything to add on there? Nope. So, three we'll on. Uh, I got the Chiefs at number three, and then you guys got them at number four. Uh, the reason why I got them over the Bills is because the Chiefs should be 3-0 and if it wasn't because Harrison Bucker was in there. I mean, they played a pretty mm. flawless game. I mean, the Colts are just like, I don't know. They've always been kind of like a spine in the back of the Chiefs, I feel like. Ever since, you know, kind of since Mahomes has been there. But, I mean, I don't know. I don't think the the Colts are going to be that special of a team. Um, Like I said, if Amendola wasn't kicking for them and it was Bucker, you know, you had a missed extra point and a missed field goal, Bucker's automatic. And I think, you know, the Chiefs would be sitting at 3-0 right now and they'd probably be higher than the Dolphins. But I got to count the win in there. I mean, the loss in there and the Dolphins being 3-0. So, uh, I got the Chiefs, but uh, what's your guys? Why you got the Chiefs at number four, uh, Jose? I'll start with you. Yeah, I mean, I think this this top four is, is going to be shuffled around a lot in the next few weeks, and I just feel like this is a tough loss to a team that we've seen struggle a lot. I mean, I know the kicker thing is big, but this is a team they should have blown out, in my opinion. Like, this is a team they should have mopped the floor with. I know it was in Indy, but I mean, this offense for the Colts has not looked good at all. And I just, I wanted to see a more dominant performance from the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. 100%. Carson, anything else to add on to it? Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, yeah, the special teams, you know, definitely cost the Chiefs this game. But 
yeah, like Jose said, like, I don't really think that should have even mattered. I think they should have just dominated them regardless. Like, those mistakes on special teams should not have held them back from, uh, you know, getting a win against the Colts. And, you know, that video of Mahomes yelling at the enemy, I, I don't really see that as too much of a, a red flag to me. I just think, um, you know, the Chiefs are just going through some offensive growing pains right now. I mean, they lost a major, major piece of their offense in Tyreek Hill. You know, it's it's going to take them some time to adjust to that and, and really get into their groove. But I, I'm going to give the Chiefs all the benefit of the doubt because they have Mahomes, they have Andy Reid, the enemy, Kelsey, like they've done it before. I, I just trust them that they're going to figure it out with all their, you know, all their new pieces and all their, all their different weapons that they have and that, you know, we, we might be looking, you know, at this in like week 10 or week 11 and the Chiefs could, you know, be number one, you know, who knows, like they're, they're that good. And I'm, like I said, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt that they're, they're going to figure it out on offense and that, that they're going to look more like they did in, in week one, um, you know, more in the second half of the season. Yeah. I mean, and on top of the special teams, I forgot to mention Sky Moore fumbled it like on a punt return, which literally led to a touchdown. I mean, that's also a big yeah. mistake. I mean, as a Miami fan, I know what it's like to lose games off special teams. I also know what it's like to lose games to teams that uh, aren't even relevant. So we'll, we'll do that another day. But uh, we're going to move on. Uh, so we got through one through four for all of our rankings. Uh, we'll post these up on Instagram and Twitter and such. But uh, moving on, I got to start with Carson because this is number five. Uh, hasn't come up yet. We got the Green Bay Packers. Uh, what's your reasoning for Green Bay this high? I mean, obviously, a big win against the Bucks. Um, went over the Bears. You know, it seems like every year week one's a fluke loss for them. Like, they, they couldn't win a week one matchup to save their life. So what's your thoughts on Green Bay? I mean, super talented defense, but uh, go ahead. Yeah, they're very similar to the Chiefs uh, to me. Like, you know, obviously they also lost their star receiver. You know, Rodgers is trying to figure it out. But I just think the Bucks. You know, even though the Bucs didn't have, you know, their offensive weapons and they might, it's definitely would, would be a little bit different if they played like, you know, in the postseason, everyone's healthy, whatever. But I just thought it was a really, really good sign that one, the Packers defense was, you know, able to go toe to toe with the elite Bucks defense and hold out and get this win, I think was so, so huge. Yeah. And I think we really saw some nice flashes from, you know, their receivers and Rodgers you know, that's another thing, like slowly and steadily, he's going to be building more and more chemistry. And by the time we, you know, get in the playoffs, I think he, you know, hopefully, and I'm predicting he will have a really nice rapport with, you know, obviously Lazard's been on the team, you know, Dobbs, is it Dobbs? Dobbs? Dobbs. It looks like Dobbs with the U, but it's it's pronounced Dobbs, right? Yeah. Um, Dobbs looks like he might come out and be a wide receiver one. He, you know, he, played really uh really well eight eight catches on eight targets it's very impressive um you know the run game is going to come around um you know obviously they're going up against the bucks you know no no one runs well on the bucks like that's just how it is um and i just i just like the fact that they have a great defense a really good running back tandem and they're only going to get better in the passing game because you still have aaron Rodgers, and he's just going to get more and more comfortable with his receivers so this is definitely more of kind of I guess like a, a prediction pick, but nonetheless, I think the the Bucks win was impressive enough to warrant them being a uh, number five on my list. Yeah, yeah. and then Jose, we had the same number five, uh, Baltimore Ravens. I mean, it seemed like you know they lost to a team they shouldn't have because they were up huge against the Miami Dolphins. But um, now that loss doesn't look as bad, and uh, Lamar's been playing fantastic. So, what do you guys say about these Ravens? 
Yeah, Lamar, as good as Jalen Hurts has been, Lamar is my MVP through through three weeks. He has been phenomenal. Absolutely, you know, not his fault for that loss against the Dolphins. He was amazing that game. And, I mean, through not having their, you know, their lead running back, he has been incredible on the ground. Like, he has literally been the running back for this team, as well as the passer. It's like almost, yeah. it's almost Otani-esque. It's like, yeah, he can do it. He can do it all. Like, if they wanted yeah. this man to play safety, probably good. Yeah. Uh, but him and Andrews is one of the best connections in football right now. Like, that is the new Mahomes and Kelsey right there. Like, they are just automatic. And, and even Bateman, like, Bateman's been good. Last year, he was kind of quiet. He had a quiet rookie season. But this year, he has looked explosive. Duvernay's you know, been good, too. Yeah, yeah. shout out, Devin. But, yeah. Yeah. I, I, lo- I love this Ravens team. It was a crushing loss against the Dolphins, but they always fight. They always fight. Yeah. And, you know, he's shown progression as a passer, like you were saying, Jose. And if you get – I mean, he's got two back-to-back 100-yard rushing performances on top of that. I mean, 318 yards passing against the Dolphins – with 72% completion, and he had 119 yards on the ground with 13.2 yards of carry. I mean, this is very reminiscent of how his MVP season looked. He's first in touchdowns right now, only has two picks, second in QBR. I mean, this team's just going to go as far, like I said, as Jim Hurts, as he can take them because you take him out of the equation, this team's nothing, in, in all honesty. He's the, he's the engine that drives this team. Um, I want to see that secondary continue to sure up. I mean, they still got to get used to it. I think Kyle Hamilton's, you know, got to get through these rookie growing pains. And, man, they could be a scary team, um, especially, you know, to see how the receiving core continues to develop, you know, around Mark Andrews. So um, And Dobbins is coming back. Dobbins is only going to get healthier yeah, and healthier. Exactly. And see him get healthier. And then Gus Edwards will be back as well uh, sometime this season. So that's good to see. Yeah. So at number six, we all got a different uh, team to talk about. Uh, I'll leave Carson for last because uh, I like his pick. <clears throat> we got to talk about that. <clears throat> Jose, you got the Bucks at number six. Uh, what, what's your reasoning for that? Yeah, I think this was a pretty generous spot for me to put them in. I know Carson, Carson you didn't have them in your top six, did you? No one did. Yeah. Uh, who, the Bucks? No, I, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I think despite all of their struggles – I still have faith that they're going to run away with the division like wholeheartedly. And yeah. I mean, Tom Brady has having, is having that season that we have thought about for the past like seven years where we're yeah. like, this year, Tom Brady's not going to be good. Yeah. Like, and I mean, maybe it took his wife leaving him for this to happen, but I mean, this is like, it is actually atrocious. I've never seen Tom like this. He's super frustrated out there. And yet you know, they're still playing some damn ball games. Like, yeah, it was a tough, you know, it was a close loss against the Packers, but, you know, they were duking it out for four quarters. They lost by two. You know, obviously they beat us week one in a dominant fashion. They beat the Saints. So this Bucks team, like, they're resilient. And as soon as they get Godwin back, Evans, you know, Evans is Mike Evans. He's going to be dominant on the outside. Like, this team's got a lot of potential to have a good second half. Yeah, we just need to see them healthy. I mean, if we get Julio, Godwin, and Evans out there, like, playing at least, like, the, through the playoffs together, like, wow, that's going to be a special core. Um, and yeah. then I got the Packers at number six. I mean, 
I've come around to where I just got to respect the defense. This team's a regular season juggernaut. I mean, pretty much along, along, along the lines of what Carson said, um, you just got to ride with this team. Uh, the receiving core is going to come around. I mean, it's just going to be some growing pains, you know, with Dobbs. Hopefully Watson can kind of turn into something. You still got Cobb, who's, you know, always been a trustworthy weapon to him. Watkins, I believe he's on the IR, but should come back sometime this season. Um, and then the defense just phenomenal. You know, one of the best cover corners in all of football and Jair Alexander. Uh, some of the best pass rushers, you know, Rashawn Gary out there um, with Preston Smith, uh, Kenny Clark, you know, all pro linebacker, uh, deep safety group. Um, I like what I'm seeing from out there and I, I just got to have my number six. So at least you knew number six, Carson, uh, you got the Jacksonville Jaguars and they get, they had to earn, they earned themselves a spot on this list respectfully. So uh, they'd be like maybe number seven or number eight on mine. So uh, let's talk about the Jacksonville Jaguars a little bit. Yeah. I mean, this is really, really crazy that they're, you know, number six and it's, it's like, it's not like I'm like a lunatic or anything. Like, yeah, you said like it, it's well warranted. I mean, they beat up on the Colts. They absolutely demolished the Chargers. And I, I know Herbert's, you know, Herbert's banged up. Uh, you know, Slater went out, uh, you know, Keenan Allen also. But I think the Chargers, I think we all agree, like Chargers are still a really, really good team. And the fact that they trampled them like that, I, I think it's very, yeah. very telling. And, you know, like we were talking about earlier, we'll see, you know, this could definitely change, you know, considering how they play against Eagles. But as of right now, I mean, they look really, really good. They look very balanced. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is coming into his own, you know, really playing up to the potential that, you know, I think everyone built him as because I think, you know, he was kind of just like, you know, thrown to the side. No one really talked about him last year. But I think people forget, like, this is one of the most hyped quarterback prospects ever. Like, you know, ever. like on some Andrew Luck, Peyton Manning type shit. And uh, he's showing why he's been really good. You know, two really good running backs, Robinson and Etienne, are, are both, you know, awesome. You know, really solid receiving core. And they just have some playmakers on defense, bro. They got the other Josh Allen. You know, Walker's actually playing really, really well. I know he kind of got some. Uh, you know, skepticism, you know, with the number one overall pick, but he looks like a dog out there. And, you know, like I talked about the Eagles, just very, very balanced. Um, I kind of want to give a reason why I didn't include the Bucks and the Ravens, because they were kind of like my honorable mentions, like seven and eight. You know, the Ravens, you know, both teams, you know, projected them to be way better second half, get healthier. It's just the Ravens defense. It's just like, it, it's really a barbecue chicken right now. And it's not skill. It's just the injuries that they have. It's just tough, you know, with the secondary, yeah. they're young yeah. injuries, whatever. So can't really put them here yet just because the secondary is so shaky. And then with the Bucs, yeah, I mean, they just don't have any weapons right now. But like you said, Liam, when they get Godwin, when they have Godwin, Evans, Julio, if they can get them all healthy at the same time, and, you know, you know Brady's going to get pack upon. She's going to get upgraded, you know, when those mm -hmm. guys are out in the field. Like, that will be a scary team. But as of right now, shout out to Jags, man. I mean, they look really good. And, Jose, you mentioned in our group chat, like, I think people underestimated, like, the jump from going from Urban Meyer to Doug Peterson. <laughs> to Doug, it's Peterson. Not like Doug Peterson's like one of the best coaches in the NFL. He's fine. He's he's, he's that's a, a Super coach. Bowl coach, bro. The yeah, bottom is a bottom coach. <laughs> going to yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. They the Urban Meyer was such a fucking dumpster fire, and now they have a a, a very competent coach. And uh, yeah, shout out the Jags, man. And I, I hope they keep balling. I think they're gonna be you know, like the kind of the lovable favorite, uh, you know, to kind of root for because they were so bad last year. And uh, I'm excited for their season now, their future. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm keep rooting for the Jags, man. Yeah. yeah. A really dysfunctional division, like, would not be surprised to see them. Win. Wide open for them. It's wide open. And, I mean, 
Yeah. What, like this team goes 10 and seven. I think they can win the division with ease at this point from what it looks like. And shout mm. out Devin Lloyd, though. This dude been a baller. He slipped way mm. more draft from where, like, I know a lot of us I have. forgot he went there. That's crazy. Yeah. 27th overall. He was kind of a mid-round projection. Man, I don't care Damn. if like, analysts say sometimes. You can tell when a dude is a dog. And, like, they're yeah. like, ah, uh, nah, like, Mel Kuyper. Yeah. Not Mel Kuyper. You still got Tyler yeah. at number five. <laughs> And, he and ran it, a bad 40, though, didn't he? He had, what? like, terrible agility in, like, yeah, his 40. Yeah, like, he's got two interceptions so far in the season, six pass deflections, uh, it's 24 total tacker, tackles at linebacker. I yeah. mean, this guy's been – Oregon's uh, worst nightmare, bro. Oregon's literal worst nightmare. Exactly. University of Utah alum himself. I think next season, like, this team's going to start getting some, like, Eagles hype going into the season, like how the Eagles have been. Mm. Like, you give them – like, imagine if they – I mean, I don't know what their pick situation looks like. Yeah, they probably got a pick this year. Like, if they get a mid-round pick and they get one of those big, you know, defensive tackle prospects that are out there. I mean, I know, like, Clemson's got a good one. Uh, I mean, Georgia's guy's going to go top 10 probably. Clemson's but, always got a good one. So but, I mean, they get themselves a good defensive yeah. tackle to shore up that run game. you got two, you know, great edge players as well. Uh, keep building up the secondary. Like, this is going to be a real team to mess with in a couple years. And like you're saying, they put the Chargers on the IR, bro. Every single Chargers player on the IR right now. They got Joey Bosa, who I swear lives in a freaking like medical tent. And uh, literally yeah. later, like that sucks to lose him. Like super young, promising tackle. Um, yeah. You guys both best huge loss for them. Like but they, huge, huge. They might have sent the you know Chargers season to the bottom because I mean. Brandon Staley is going to start getting a lot of question marks about his job after this season. Cause I don't think they're going to go as far as we thought they would with these injuries. Yeah. Which so. is a shame because they, they have such a great roster on paper and I think we were all so high on them, but uh, yeah, it's just, they've gotten hit by the injury bug really, yeah. big, really, really it's, big time. This is the story of the chargers life, like the entire lifespan of the franchise. So uh, yeah. yeah, but uh, we're going to move on. Uh, talk about because we just finished our top sixes. So, like I said, we'll post those up on Instagram. Uh, we're gonna move in to some games for this week because we got some banger ones we're looking at before the podcast. Uh, let's start tonight. Miami, Cincinnati, uh, kicking off at eight fifteen uh, Eastern Standard Time, so less than two hours. Um, I gotta ask, you guys thinking Miami to go to four and zero, or do you think Joe Burrow is just gonna, you know, bring it back in blood and uh, move his team back up in the five hundred record? So. Carson, I'll ask you first. Um, I got the Bengals too. I just, um, you know, I think you have to look at a couple of things. One, like, you know, last last weekend, um, you know, the Dolphins, you know, were in a bloodbath, you know, super, super hot against the Bills. You know, very, very tough game versus the Bengals, which they had a walk in the park against the Jets. Um, so I think you definitely have to take that into consideration. The Dolphins, you know, getting a very, very short week. Um and also, I, I'm just too high on the Bengals. I just think like, like I don't, I don't, I'm not really bought into the fact that they're like they have their hangover just yet. I know it looks like that, but it, it's only been three weeks, and I think they're too good, they're too talented to keep playing like this. And I think you know they should be super motivated to come out. They're at home, they're in the icy whites, and uh, I, I think uh, I think they'll end up. It's going to be close, but I think they're they're going to end up taking it at the you know towards the end. I just. Uh, this is a, I think this is a much more important game for the Bengals 
than it is for the Dolphins. And I think the Bengals have legit urgency. Oh, yeah. yeah. One and three is a big uh, yeah. way to come back. Jose, what are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, I need I need Burrow to ball out, bro. <laughs> Same. Same. For some context, for some context, I just traded Jalen Hurts, and now my QB is Joe Burrow. So I need this man to pick it. You gotta he had stand a great on that. Week. Like Lil Rilla, yeah. you gotta stand on that. Yeah. He had a great week last week. I'm believing in him this week. Like Tua, I don't think he's gonna be a hundred percent. I gotta take the Bengals. Yeah, both teams coming in with banged up tackles. Uh, Jose, you're lucky y'all still don't have Leo Collins because he's been playing like a revolving door so far to start the season. Uh, yeah, yeah, bro. Um, but DJ Reader, one of the best interior nose tackles we have in football, just uh, reserved for Cincinnati. So don't worry, though. The Dolphins still going to get 70 yards rushing, so it's not going to make much difference. But um, <laughs> I don't know. I got to take the Bengals at home, like, the NFL will not let them lose in the icy whites, bro. Please. And I need T. Higgins to get like 7,000 yards and like win the Heisman or whatever you got to do. Like ball out for your boy because I need it. Oh. oh, I think someone's internet might cut out. Oh, never mind. We're good. Sorry, there's, like a lag. there's a lag. Dude, my power else. went out. My power went out earlier. So I like started to panic. But I was like, wait. But I was like, wait. If my power went out, I wouldn't be able to hear you say that. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, it's all good. So uh, yeah. let's move on. Uh, what next game do you think we got We got to highlight here? Do you think Buffalo-Baltimore we got to attack on? Yes. Mm. Oh, hell yes. yes. Hell yeah. All right, so we got Buffalo going into Baltimore. You know, a battle of hey, two QBs from the same class, the 2018 class. Uh-huh. So, uh, one, I mean, two guys that were both very underrated. You know, Josh Allen, small school Wyoming, uh, barely even got the D1 in the first place. And Lamar Jackson, who was continuously preached as a project quarterback, um, youngest MVP ever in NFL history. Uh, Jose, who are you taking in this matchup? Do you think Buffalo? Obviously, heavy favorite in the public eye, but um, yeah, I don't yeah. know. It, it could be a bloodbath out there. Yeah, this could be like a forty-five to forty-four ass game. <laughs> Ain't no defense being played. I believe it's Poyer that's out for the season too, mm-hmm. or was it Hyde? Uh, I think it's Poyer, the hot wife one. Yeah, that's a that's a tough oh loss for that gosh. secondary. <laughs> yeah. Hey, don't worry. So, he some time with her, so he's fine. Man, I'm gonna have to take Buffalo. I'm gonna have to take Buffalo for this one, just because, just because I think they they've got more firepower and. Their, their secondary of Baltimore is not going to be able to, to keep up with that. Sorry, it's it's Hyde who's out, but Poyer's also questionable. Okay. Mm. Still still a big loss. Either one of them is oh, a yeah. big loss. Yeah, they're, they're a unit themselves out there. Carson, yeah. who are you taking in this matchup? Buffalo, Ravens? Which way are you going? Um, I also like the Bills. I just like them coming off a loss. I think they're going to be – they're going to be pissed, you know. I mean, you saw their offensive coordinator. I forgot his name. But hey, man, he was, that's a Miami legend, mm. Ken Dorsey, baby. Come on. Ken Dorsey. Ken Dorsey. Ken Dorsey man, was hucking that Microsoft uh, Surface Pro. Um, they're pissed. I think they're going to come out. And, yeah, on some Tom Brady shit. I think they're going to come out and take the dub. I think it's going to be close, though, and a, a massive shootout. But I, I do 
I do like the Bills just even though the Ravens are at home, I just uh, I, I really like the Bills coming off a loss. And I think if the Bills are as great as we think they are, these are the kind of wins they need to get. Like coming off the loss, like the, like against a, a really, you know, a really good team, uh, you know, on the road. This is the kind of stuff you need on your resume if you're if you're really about it, if you're really gonna be, you know, a Super Bowl team. Uh, this is the, these are the kind of games you need to pull out. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Bills. Uh, yeah, I mean, hey, Ken Dorsey had to witness his college football team losing the same stadium and his NFL team losing the same stadium within 24 hours. So I give my man full rage. True. A disclaimer, though, disclaimer, uh, it's really hard picking against Lamar. Yeah, it's really hard. At the end of the day, I'm just going to be rooting for a crazy, crazy game. I hope everybody goes off. I hope Lamar and Josh Allen drop like 50 fantasy points each. I hope it's awesome. But I, I'm still gonna. I still think the Bills will win. But yeah, I'm. I'm taking Lamar. I got to be the devil's advocate here at home. I think he's out there to prove this season that you know I don't care if these other quarterbacks. You know he's getting his bag. That's what he wants to get. You he's know, on that Aaron Judge shit, baby. Let's go. Exactly. Nice. But you know, Aaron's nice. gonna walk like seven times. But uh, finally, <laughs> 61, though. he won. He got there. He got. He tied it. But uh, no, uh, Baltimore. I just gotta give the win to them. I think they're to come out. You know, I wish this game wasn't at one o'clock, bro. No one wants to watch this game on the one o'clock window. Like, put this game in like the prime time. I mean, Kansas ten a.m. for me, bro. I mean, yeah, yeah. ten a.m. But like, put it in the. Why is this game spot. not flexed? Exactly. Yeah. Like, put it in the fort, like the second wave of the day. So, like, no one trying to see Arizona versus Carolina. Like, yeah, that's that are about to get fired this season. Like, no, we ain't trying to see that. The three second uh, stints of games, like the. Cardinals, Panthers, Broncos, Raiders, Patriots, Packers. Those low-key suck. Oh, no, 100%. So, no, yeah. So, I'll take the Ravens. I'll be the devil's advocate here. Jacksonville at Philadelphia. Are any of us going to take the Jaguars? No. Sadly not. I made my my case for the Jags, but, I mean, the Eagles are number one on our power rankings for a reason. Yeah, only six-and-a-half-point line, which is – respectable to Jacksonville. I got to honor that. I got to see the Eagles break. Mm-hmm. I got to see the Eagles break before I pick against them. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Moving down the list though, I think we got to highlight, like I said, Kansas city at Tampa Bay. Uh, it's going to be a battle out there. Mike Evans expected to be back from suspension. Um, yes, sir. Chris Godwin should be healthy that game. Um, Actually, we got Juju. What? I think Chris Godwin should be back. I think Wait, so. let me check. I hope so, bro. I see he been projected to be back, so let me double check. Uh, Godwin enters the game. He received a veteran's rest day on Thursday. So, uh, that was He's still game. questionable, but mm-hmm. maybe he gets some limited snaps. Yeah, we'll see. But regardless, I think – I don't know. It's Everyone's going to think it's going to be a big game because Mahomes, Brady, but, like, it's going to be, like, 21 to 17, you know? I don't think anything's going to be – Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I got to rock with Kansas City. Um, where are we guys thinking? Carson? I really, really want to go with Kansas City. That's what my gut is telling me as well. But, I mean, Brady's got ownage on Mahomes. Yeah. I mean, there's a yeah. small sample size, but it's nonetheless, it's ownage. Yeah. And, uh, damn. You know what? Follow it to Jose. Give me, give me a few more seconds. <laughs> All right. I think – I was going to go the same route as you. You know, Tom, he's shown time and time again that, like, he's still that dude. But this season's so hard to pick, you know, 
pick Tom. But they are at home, and Evans is back. Godwin's hopefully going to be back. Lenny promised us some big games coming soon. So I'm going to go ahead and pick Tampa Bay. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to pick Tampa Bay. On NBC, Tom going to show out. Mm-hmm. A pick now? Yeah, you swayed me. Yeah, let's go with the Bucks. Let's go with the Bucks. You swayed me. Even though know, I, I hope Mahomes, you know, drops some fantasy points for me. But, it, yeah, it's mm-hmm. if those guys are going to be healthy, it's it's tough. All right, seems like I'm playing a little bit of devil's advocate here today. Um, yeah. Real quick, though, how serious are we considering the Texans beating the Chargers this weekend? Because it happened last year, and we were all surprised. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I would I give like a, the Texans a 45% chance. Good news. Uh, I just got the notey that Herbert was the full participant today since his injury. So good stuff. But if I he's good to go, I pick the Chargers. I mean, no, I'll take the Chargers, but I think that Damian Pierce might run all over that defense. So mm. Mm. I need yeah. Eckler to run all over that defense, bro. Hopefully someone will run all over that defense. Yeah, I think it's gonna be much closer than people people think, but I uh, I'd probably still end up taking the Chargers. Yeah. I mean, dude, if they lose the Texans, I mean, full full panic mode. And if they lose to the Texans, I think Staley has to officially be on the hot seat. Is oh, that a hot yeah. take? Yeah, no, that's no, not hot at all. Not at all. He, he definitely he ain't the defensive genius they've been talking about. But no, nope. uh, let's move on. Last game, Monday Night Football. Always a good matchup between these two teams. You know, NFC Championship rematch between Los Angeles and the San Francisco 49ers. You know, no matter where it's being played, it's being played at Levi. It's going to be a home game for the Niners regardless. But, uh, Jose, your outside opinion here, who do you think is winning this matchup? The Niners own the Rams. We've seen it time and time again. The Rams have not looked great this year. Like, they just have not. And I mean, on Monday night, we saw the Niners. Did the Niners? Did they win last week? No, they didn't, right? No, they. No, uh, I don't know. They ended up they did. That was stupid. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, this this Niners offense. This Niners offense has looked a little better. Um, you know, the run game got going a little bit. Ayuk got going a little bit. Um, yeah, he did. So I'm gonna go ahead and pick the Niners. They are the absolute owner of the Rams. Mm-hmm. Joel? Totally agree. Um, Stafford has looked very shaky, very shaky this year. I don't know if it's an age thing or it's the it's the shoulder. Regardless, he's looked super shaky, and I think this 49ers defense is going to absolutely dominate him and make him look silly. Um, and uh, I'm going to go with the Niners. Even though Jimmy G hasn't really looked much better, but I like Jose said, it's 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 the ownage for me. It's It's the, you know – the, the overall dominance over the Rams for the, for the most part. So I'm going to take the Niners. Yeah, I mean, no passing touchdowns or touchdown contributions at all in their win against Arizona for Matt Stafford. Five picks on the season has him at the bottom of the league, and, I mean, top of the league in terms of passes and picks thrown. Um, this receiving core is nothing outside of Cooper Cup right now. Tyler Higby is their second leading receiver. Uh, Robinson hasn't done anything for them, but that doesn't mean he isn't going to show out. Um, I think your Niners currently, according to PFF, we got two of the top safeties in the league right now with Gibson. And um, I, I don't want to butcher his name. It, it's the new guy. What's uh, uh, Ward? Talking about Ward? No, Hafunga or something like that. 
What's his name? Oh, oh. Troy Polamalu Jr. Yeah, yeah, uh, Fonga. Yeah. yeah, well, Jimmy Ward's in the IR, so he's been playing. But um, uh, oh, those yeah, guys right, are both like top five PFF graded. Um, I mean, sure, PFF is what they is. They love Nick Chubb, so uh, he's always gonna be number one in their eyes. But uh, I don't know. Give me the Niners. I think, like I said, they own them. I think Debo Samuel has a big game. Uh, Aaron Donald's gonna make his mark. But hey, it's a fellow that we're not we're well familiarized with so we own and, and the rams aren't gonna do shit on the ground against the niners that's for sure oh they can't do shit on the ground against the Falcons. period yeah they, yeah oh. <laughs> for god's sake we ain't worried so uh any other games you guys want to mention before we head out um i think the browns falcons be a little frisky talk about that yeah it could be a good thing. um oh viking saints should be you know I mean, it's a London game, so who knows? But, I mean, uh, if it wasn't in London, that would be a, a pretty good matchup, too. Yeah, over-under goals for Harry Kane, though? Bro, give me over. A, over. over. Always got to do the over. He's always yeah. in the right place. Man's a poacher. Son might hop out there and run some routes for Jameis, bro. Who knows, bro? <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Bro, Son could burn some dudes in the league right now. Oh, bro, he okay. just, yeah, he would. <laughs> Shout out, him and Son. But, uh, hey, whatever. We got some EPL uh, – Football action out there. You know how it'd be. 9.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Y'all West Coast people. It's going to be a tough game. Hey, wait. Real quick, real quick. Uh, Wait, can you enable screen sharing? Yeah, I got you. Hold up. I'm going to go ahead and just leave this in the pod. Uh, let's see. It's my prize picks. Okay. Let's see the prize. All right. Uh, all right. All right. Waddle over 67 and a half. Okay. Like I feel it. like that's pretty doable. Uh, Burrow yeah. to throw yeah. a pick. Javon Hong. Yeah. Xavier yeah. Howard back too. Um, mix him to get a touchdown. Okay. There you I go. hope that doesn't and, happen. Chan has it. <laughs> and then Dolphins to get three sacks. Ooh. Okay. I like it. And then uh, should I do a flex or a power though? Flex. I think the Dolphins pick might be a little out there, so I'd stay with the flex. Mm. Okay. 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 Yeah. Those are my picks for tonight. Right. I'm only put. I'm only put five bucks low because hey. <laughs> we ain't balling like We're that. We're in college, baby. We're in college. Hey. We, ain't we got balling like budget, that. baby. All right. So <laughs> appreciate you guys. We get a lot of love in the last couple episodes. Like I said, I'll throw it up. This episode will be up right before kickoff. Make sure it's up, and um, power rankings will be out as well. So make sure to drop a comment. Let us know about our power rankings. I want to know what you guys think about that. And Coast Coast Podcast. I don't know. Peace.